The tenth station, Jesus is stripped of his garments. And we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. They gave Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall, but when he had tasted it, he would not drink. Then after they had crucified him, they divided his clothes, casting lots, to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet, they divided my clothes among them, and upon my garments they cast lots. During the Second World War, as the Nazis moved east into Russia, they had killing squads who would follow the troops, and then they would gather up the Jews and others, besides uh, non-Jews. They lined them up, and they would have them undress, and then they would shoot them near a pit, and their bodies would fall into their graves. So they would take their clothes, first of all, to steal them and sell, to take them back into Germany, but also as a humiliation, for the humiliation before they were martyr, murdered. And so Jesus has now reached Calvary, and they could have left him with his clothing, but as a further humiliation, they take his clothing from him, and they divide my clothes among them, and upon my garments they cast lots. So Jesus reaches Calvary, stripped of his garments, and then crucified, that is, he's stripped of everything in order to give us everything. He loses all in order to give us all. And it's especially by way of the cross, by way of suffering, that Jesus brings us everything. And therefore, our path to holiness lies by way of the cross. And so when Jesus was being stripped of his garments, being nailed to the cross, and then raised upon the cross, he was not thinking about his own sufferings and agony, great as it was, but he was thinking of us. And that's what he told St. Faustina, he told her, when I was dying on the cross, I was not thinking about myself, but about poor sinners, and I prayed for them to my Father. I want your last moments to be completely similar to mine on the cross. There is but one price at which souls are bought, and that is suffering united to my suffering on the cross. Pure love understands these words. Carnal love will never understand them. So how beautiful, as he was suffering and dying, he prayed for us. I prayed for them to my Father, meaning for each of us. He truly prayed for each of us as he was being stripped of his garments and nailed and raised up to the, on the cross. And so he tells, it's by way of the cross that he bought us. And he says, there's but one price at which souls are bought, and that is suffering united to my suffering on the cross. So it's not Jesus alone who saves souls. It's Jesus with his mystical body. And through our suffering, we help Jesus. We work with Jesus in this work of the cross to save souls, our own and others. So let us give gratitude to Jesus for this humiliation, this stripping of everything in order to bring us and give us everything, which is himself, meaning eternal life. So as we continue our path to the glory of heaven, let us patiently, joyfully embrace our cross, unite our cross, our sufferings to the suffering of Jesus on the cross. And as we suffer, do not think about ourselves, not bemoan our ourselves or sufferings, but to think about the poor sinners for whom we're suffering and uniting our suffering with Jesus' suffering. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, stripped of everything, you stood exposed to the jeers and contempt of the people whom you loved. Clothe us with genuine love of others, 
so that nothing we suffer may ever fill our hearts with hatred or bitterness. We ask this in your name, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Hymn number four, page 31. 